Welcome to Brand by Design with your host, certified BG5 business consultant, myself, Ashley Brianna Eve. The goal of this podcast is to help you create a clear, consistent, creative personal brand to help you stand out and get paid for what you are best at. If you are ready to leverage your unique expertise and build a highly profitable, personally fulfilling business, this is the place. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. First of all, today I have to say, man, you guys are clever. (laughs) So Copy It Sells and Branded by Design 101 are closed and they have open enrollment windows that I launch them within. So they're not available 24 seven. They're not available year round. They're only available in these signup windows, in my launch windows. So we have Branded by Design 101. I know you guys are going crazy for it. Branded by Design 101. I will be opening up early enrollment, kind of like the pre-launch phase in December, mid-December. And we will start round two of it in January. And the reason why I don't have it open all the time, one, I mean, honestly, it's bad business advice for someone to tell you to have your signature offers just always available on your website. And I could go into a whole podcast episode on that. So it's bad business advice. So I don't just have my signature offers always available on my website. You can grab my workshops on my website at ashleybrannaeve.com. If you want to get a snippet of what it's like to work with me, pick up some of the You Are The Brand workshops. However, also with Brand By Design 101, which is my signature course, I have a monthly Q&A as well. So that's why I keep it where it's the enrollment windows so that I also get kind of a break between launches and a break between supporting people in the Facebook group and live Q and A's. But anyway, long way to say, you guys are very clever and people have found the links for both Copy It Sells and Branded by Design 101. I do split testing, which is a very smart way to do your launches. And it looks like we missed one of the pages for both of those offers that were still live. So if that was you, congratulations. You won the lottery apparently, and the universe wants you to be in one of those offers early. (laughs) I was like, why are people requesting to be in these containers and what is going on? Well, yeah, that's, that's what happened. So anyway, Welcome, if you are one of the individuals that found those active links, they are no longer active. We have, like I said, Brand by Design 101, the course launching in December. Best thing would be to get on my email list or follow me on Instagram. Those tend to be the first places that information drops. And then copy that sells, I don't have a set date that it will be launching, but likely in January, which is, it's pretty epic. Let me just tell you that it is my copywriting and marketing membership and that is focusing on sales psychology with bg5 it's not strictly a bg5 course and ultimately here's the thing guys i mean this is going to be a big tip i want you to really pay attention right now when i say this if you are banking on bg5 alone being the answer to your prayers in business you're fucked (laughs) you're fucked because I work with a lot of BG5 professionals. I work with a lot of professionals that have been through every level at the IHDS and BG5. They are certified out the wazoo and they don't understand how to brand. They don't understand actual business advice and branding, which is what I love doing, is helping you create. For me, my specialty is finding your voice and finding your niche. That's what I love helping people do. And they're lost. 
So the information alone of BG5 is not going to save you. The information alone of BG5 is not going to be what changes your business. If one, you have a shit mindset at the end of the day, if your mindset is a victim fixed mindset of it never works for me, it's too hard for me, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, or I don't know is like nails on a chalkboard for me. If you heard my previous episode, make sure to listen to it. It's a mindset performance coaching episode. If that's your mindset, nothing's really going to help, to be honest, whether it's BG5 or hiring a coach. However, with BG5, it is limited. It is very limited. It's not telling you this is your niche. It's telling you the archetype, sure, of who your niche is and who you're meant to speak to, but that's not your niche. It's the archetype of. Yes, it's going to tell you how to position yourself. That's what we're talking about today. Yes, it's going to help you refine. I always say refine, don't define. Refine how you sell. It's going to help you understand how to leverage your strengths. But if you're fundamentally, one, always looking external to you for permission, that's an employee mindset. And an employee mindset does not make a CEO. And if you are running your own brand, if you are building your own business, you are a CEO. And waiting for permission from someone, whether it's a coach, a system, a tool, doesn't matter, something external to self, to tell you what to do, you're going to struggle to succeed. And number two, BG5 isn't actually business strategy at the end of the day. And that's what I bring to the table. It's very unique, separate from anyone else that I know of that is certified in BG5. I have the background in actual business strategy and what works for business strategy. And BG5 is not business strategy. In fact, I depart with the Institute on many things because truthfully, I think some of it's really shit advice <laughs> in terms of building a brand that is scalable and sustainable and actually increases profit potential over the long term. So those are just some things to keep in mind. You know, there truly is no external authority to you. You have to think like a CEO, not waiting for permission from anything outside of self. You have to be self-led. You have to be action-oriented with a great growth mindset. And from that place, BG5 allows you to refine your message, to refine your voice, to refine how you sell, to refine your positioning. But again, if you're looking for it to give you permission, it's not gonna work. And then remember, BG5 is not actually business strategy. Business strategy is a different animal. So if you're looking for personalized support with that, I recommend Branded by Design, The Mastermind. We begin, I believe it's December 11th. And what I ask for The Mastermind is a foundation in business and your brand. I do work with a lot of people that are pivoting within their brands, that's totally okay. What it's not for the mastermind is someone that's going to show up to the calls and be like, I don't know what to do. And they need a month to even figure out who they're speaking to. We are hitting the ground running. It's very high level support. I'm there to support you within Slack as well for the three months. And what I ask in return is you are action oriented. You have a growth mindset. Therefore, you're ready to take action on what we do. And you have some foundation within your business. You don't have to be making a certain amount, but you do have a foundation within your business, even if you're pivoting. All right, so let's get into this episode today. This episode is called What's in a Profile? And I wanna talk about, well, what's in a profile for branding and brand. Now, what I wanna say with this first and foremost is this is layered, right? The reality is, as Ra Ruhu said, he never wanted to see a profile or a body graph looked at in isolation. And what I do in my signature offers the framework I've created for Brand by Design 101 in the Mastermind 
it walks you through building out your blueprint, your brand new blueprint, as well as your money blueprint, so that you're not just looking at your body graph in isolation. So I get a lot of people that will, you know, comment online or such and say, yeah, but what about this? Or this means something different to me, or that doesn't make sense in terms of that. Well, of course not, because you're trying to piece together my free information online and I'm not actually looking at your body graph. That's the power of working with me, right? That's if you're doing my free content, I mean, the reality is you can see epic results in your business, but you're still piecing it together and trying to make a sense of it for yourself and your body graph. That's why working with me is so valuable. I help you bridge the gap on what it means for you and your brand. So what you need to keep in mind is nothing in your body graph is meant to be looked at in isolation permanently. Yes, for example, in week one a Brand by Design the Mastermind, I'm handing you guys your brand new blueprint and we're applying your positioning to your current brand, but we're building on it week to week. We're not looking at it in isolation long term in terms of your branding. And that's an error I see people make as well in my signature course, Brand by Design 101, and even my copywriting membership, Copy That Sells by Design is they're like, okay, so we got to this stage. We've just spent you know, the last two and a half months building out my brand and now we got to this stage and it's selling through my open centers and people are just dropping everything they've done up until that point and now looking at that in isolation. It is not how it works. And it's really important that the building blocks you're putting together when working with me are all coming together. You're bringing all those building blocks with you and you're continuing to build on them just like a house, right? We want that strong foundation before you start laying bricks. So that's just something to keep in mind as well. We're not looking at a body graph in isolation. Of course, in my free content, I have no choice but to do that. And that is also the nuance of working with me over my free content. So what we're looking at today is the BG5 public role in terms of branding, and that is your profile. What is so important to keep in mind for this, guys, is one of the things I hear all the time is, yeah, but I feel like an expert and I'm a six line role model, or I feel like an expert and I'm a second line natural. Well, of course, <laughs> of course, if you are not positioning yourself as the go-to expert in your niche, regardless of your profile lines, you're up shit creek without a paddle. You have to be drawing your line in the sand. You have to be standing on your hill, waving your white freak flag for everyone to see so that they know you are meant for them and that you are relevant to them. A framework I talk about in speaking to the right people is you have to be right, relevant, and they have to have the resources. The three are framework for finding your niche. But ultimately, if you're not being seen as an expert, as the go-to expert, people aren't hiring you. So it doesn't matter based on your profile line, you have to be positioning yourself as the go-to expert. You have to be willing to push out your boobs, push out your chest and be like, there is no one that does it like me. And once we have you set apart as the go-to expert in blank, what are you the go-to expert in? Not in an emotion, remember, I always say this, an emotion is not the transformation. An emotion is not your niche. And that's what people will say, you know, the go-to expert in finding your purpose. No, finding your purpose or purpose is a byproduct of your transformation. All right, I'm the go-to expert in helping people find their inner confidence. I'm a confidence coach. Okay, but confidence is an emotion. It's a state of beingness. That is a byproduct of your, your transformation. What is your transformation? So we want to look at what are you the go-to expert in? 
from there, we position you through your profile. And of course, there's going to be the nuance based on what your actual profile is. However, I'm going to break down the profile lines today, uh, just an overview of the six lines, or else we'll be here all day, and how people are meant to see you. So I think that's the first thing we wanna look at in regards to brand positioning is what is positioning? Brand positioning is what makes you relevant to the right people with the right resources. And when we're looking at positioning your brand, a strong brand is going to be much bigger than just a tagline or a logo or a fancy website, or even ultimately your brand positioning is going to be even bigger than any individual post you put out. We have to think about how you're going to be seen by your potential customers and what will make them see you differently than any other business offering similar services or products within your niche. And this is where, especially in the spiritual space, things go sideways because people are being very vague and unclear on who they are, what they do, and who they're relevant to. And so they can't get an effective brand positioning because they are so vague in their messaging and so vague in who they serve. And I don't know if you've ever caught yourself saying, but what I do helps everyone. Well, yeah, it might, but it's not going to create a strong brand. So it's really important that we are strategically positioning you to make sure your brand appeals to the right audience. And when we're doing this, we want to look at how do we position your brand in a way that establishes it as the first thing people think about and you as the first person people think about when they want help with doing what you do or when they're looking to refer someone to you. And ultimately, it's not what you do but rather how you do it that we think of with brand positioning. So this might sound a little bit too confusing, right? You're like, what do you mean it's not what I do, but how I do it? All right, let's look at two, let's use something non-coaching related. (laughs) All right, the first thing that's coming to mind for non-coaching related is my friend, and I'm not going to say any names because I haven't got permission to drop names on this, but my friend and someone I've worked with over the last couple of years, she has a company which sells crystal candles. All right, so let's look at a candle company. We have candle company A and candle company B, and they do custom candles, and they also have these signature candles in their lines where it's a candle with a crystal in it, all right? And it's spirituality based. So it's saying like 1111 or 2222 or 3333. So we have these spiritual candles with a crystal in it. Company A is getting their candles from Alibaba for 10 cents and then reselling them at $100. The crystal is fake and it very much looks like it. It is filled with harmful dyes. Now, of course, they don't promote that, right? But it's the synthetic fragrances and dyes within it. There's the formaldehyde within it, these petroleum distillates. Like, it's just not healthy. It's not eco-friendly, especially for people that are conscious of what's in the things they're purchasing. And the container of it is like this cheap-ass plastic, right? They're still making candles. So it's not what they do, right? That's not their brand positioning. Brand positioning is how they do it. And I want you to feel the difference here. So company B has a luxe vibe, eco-friendly candle line. It's crafted with 100% soy wax. They have this commitment to excellence where the candle itself has cotton and zinc-free wicks, no paraffins, no fillers, 
and there's this beautiful iridescent vessel that it comes within. And it's very clear that the beautiful crystal within it has been hand selected because each one is very unique. And it's very obvious that the crystal is also a real crystal, not a fake ass janky plastic crystal that they got from Alibaba. Can you feel the difference there? So their brand positioning is not, I sell candles. And that's what a lot of people are doing. I am a BG5 expert. I am a relationship coach. I am a life coach. That's what you do. It is not how you do it. And that is the first step of what we have to look at with brand positioning is it is how you do it. So when we're looking at those two brands, well, the first one's likely going to be positioning themselves as cheap, accessible, kind of that, you know, I hate to say it, but that throwaway industry where, all right, yeah, all right, toss it out. Whereas the second brand is positioning themselves as luxury, eco-lux, and healthy. And that company as well is a real company that I was using as an example. <laughs> that company, the vessels that the candles come in, I still use those vessels to this day in different ways. I even put my pens in them. So it's something that is also reusable, something that's unfriendly to the environment, something where conscious thought is put into it. And so we have cheap, throwaway, get it, you know, that your crystal candle for under $10 or whatever. And then the other one is Ecolux luxury, healthy, environmentally friendly. That is what we want to start looking at and taking into consideration with positioning before we even look at your profile lines. All right, so I did that example on the fly, so I hope you followed me there. I didn't have that planned for the episode. So we have that, okay? So you come into my world, you come into Brandon by Design, the mastermind, and we nail what you are the go-to expert in, then we nail your brand positioning. So your brand positioning first, we're looking at how do you do it? Sure, you are the expert in X. However, we are not positioning yourself in what you do, rather how you do it. So then we look at that. Why is this so important? This lets people know why you are relevant to them and why others are not relevant to them. This also gives you the opportunity to find a gap in the market and fill it which further differentiates yourself from everyone else. So this is a really critical piece, differentiating your brand. It also is going to help you justify your pricing strategy, right? Someone that's pricing for an Ecolux candle line is going to have, you're going to assume higher prices and it makes sense versus someone that has you know cheap throwaway candles. People may not justify spending $110 for that candle, but they would for the other one. And it also allows you to stand out in a unique way with a creative brand. Guys, you have to have a creative brand. You have to find a way to stand out in the market, otherwise you just blend in. A lot of people are saying the market's not saturated, it's fine, it is saturated. I think it's horrible advice to tell people that the market isn't saturated because what it does is it promotes and encourages mediocrity because mediocrity is fine in a market that's not saturated because, well, it's not saturated, you're the only option, so it's okay if your message sucks, it's okay if you don't have brand positioning, and it's okay if you're really fluffy and thinking like, yeah, I help everyone. But the reality is 
the reason why, for example, it's harder to be seen on Instagram isn't because the algorithm is working against you. The companies want to keep you on the platform. That's not the problem. The problem is there's more people than ever on the platform. So there's more people demanding for attention within your niche. So we want to make sure you're unique. We want to make sure you're relevant as well. When we nail this part of what you are the expert in and your unique brand positioning, it allows you to create a consistent message for your brand. It allows people to know what your brand stands for. And a lot of people are bouncing all over the place in what their brand stands for. You can have multiple brands. I have multiple brands. I even started an ADHD and HD podcast, and I created a separate Instagram for that to share the podcast episodes on. However, your brand, my personal brand, a brand by design is very consistent and has been very consistent for the last like four years. This also gives you credibility. When we're looking at creating strong brand positioning, we create a mission that people can get behind, a movement that people can get behind, and it allows you again to be hyper relevant to the right people. It allows you to create these epic products that you stand behind, right? If you have these signature offers that you stand behind versus this pumping out of courses that are all you know, kind of half done, half baked ideas, just because you think that's what you're supposed to do, eventually that's going to hurt your brand positioning. Credibility is going to come from nailing what you're the expert in, positioning yourself in such a way that allows you to create these signature offers that get people results. All right, so then next, we have all of that, right? Then what do we do? Then next, we look at your profile lines because we don't want to put that first. I want to underline how important this is. People try to put the profile first and they're like, oh, well, yeah, because... That's what matters, BG5. However, you haven't nailed the first two pieces that I just spoke of. Your profile called public role in BG5 does not matter. People are not going to care that you are, for example, a second line natural at what you do when they don't know how you're relevant to them and they don't see you as the expert. At the end of the day, it does not matter. It's the same thing I say to my clients in my brand by design offers, 101 and the mastermind. It does not matter how you're meant to sell if you haven't nailed brand positioning. That is why I created the pillars I have. You do positioning first, powerful positioning, then products and services to support your positioning and to support the clients. And then we look at how do we sell? It's those bricks again, right? But people do not care that you have practical solutions as a fifth line if they don't know how you're relevant to them. They probably have not even stopped the scroll. So after we get those two pieces, then we go through the BG5 profile slash public rule. So what does that look like? We've nailed what you're the expert in. We've nailed your brand positioning. So it's not what you do, but how you do it. Now we want to nail how people are meant to see you. And again, this, I'm going to walk you through it. Personally, I'm going to create your brand new blueprint in the mastermind and help you implement it. We're going to nail this together. That's why I'm so obsessed with the mastermind. It's such big moves we make in there. All right, so your profile is how people are meant to see you. I want to give you an example. I am a four, six profile. I externalize my wisdom, which I am doing right now, which is combining actual, logical, practical brand strategy with BG5. I externalize my wisdom as the role model. Even though, and here's where people get so caught up in it, and it's 
splitting hairs and people aren't understanding the nuances of positioning because someone might say, well, you provide practical solutions. Yes, but I don't position myself as someone that has practical solutions. I do not position myself and market myself as the messenger with practical solutions at the fifth line would. I'm the role model. How often in my marketing do you hear me say, I'm not your guru, human design isn't your guru, human design isn't your authority. How often do I share my unique experience that I've gone through, the sixth line in business is the objective leader, how often do I share what I've been through and really ground my message in, yeah, I mess up. If you want someone that's polished, please don't come to me. That's also a, a please PSA here. Please do not come to me if you want someone that's perfect and polished and has it all together. I'm the role model. <laughs> I'm in the trenches with you. I'm figuring it out too. I have tech issues. Sometimes links don't work. Like I'm the role model ultimately. And I don't work well with people that are putting projections on me of being the guru or the savior, which might fit better with the fifth line, right? So that's just to give you a really quick example of how I layer the positioning on for myself. I am a BG5 brand strategist, helping you create your brand you blueprint through a brand by design as the four six, externalizing my wisdom as a role model. So that's how we start to layer and it's obviously more nuanced than that, but this is just a podcast episode, so I'm just giving you an overview. However, that is my positioning, and that's how I'm seen through my profile lines. Let's dive in a little bit deeper to each profile line to give you an idea. So yes, we have the 12 public roles, and that's going to create a binary of your conscious personality and unconscious design. We will look at in Brand by Design, the mastermind, your public role, your profile in its entirety. That's not, I'm not going through all <laughs> 12 of them today. We're just going to touch on each line here. And with the conscious side, that's how we think of ourselves. This is what we have a tendency to base everything on. And it's the underlying theme of your whole conscious life. It's how you're designed to perceive things, and this is where the mind thinks it's in charge. So that's the conscious side. That'll be the first number in your profile. The unconscious is what the body is going through. And that's a part of your purpose or who you be, how people are meant to see you that's hidden from you. So this is often how people show up, right? And they'll say, okay, yeah, I get the first line, but the second line like that, I don't know. It doesn't really fit. It doesn't really resonate. That's why, because it's unconscious is what the body is going through. And for me, for most of my life, I always thought, why do people see me as a role model? Why are people always telling me I'm so inspirational? And when I first started out in business, pivoted from fitness into human design, and everyone was like, oh my God, you're the role model for pivoting, can I hire you? And I filled my schedule up with people looking for me to help them with pivoting within their own brand because I did it so seamlessly. And I wasn't even marketing it. Now, I wouldn't necessarily bank on just if you're a six line, just do it yourself and people will wanna hire you, but really my body was going through that. That's how people saw me as a role model, but I didn't really see myself as that. I thought, you know, I'm just being me. What are you talking about? Like, I'm just doing me. I'm just going about and being who I am and pivoting when I feel called to pivot. Like, I don't know how you're seeing me as the role model. So I want you to just understand sometimes there is that discrepancy and there can be that difficulty to getting to a strong brand positioning with your profile because the unconscious, the second number might be, you know, not really feel like you ultimately. That's where we have to surrender. And that's where sometimes there is a little bit of work 
in nailing the second piece within your brand because it really may not feel like that's who you be. So the first line, the first line is the authority. If we're looking from the human design perspective, it's foundations, right? So you've developed a strength through mastery and you are the authority on that mastery, that thing that you nailed. And you have the fundamental details in your area of expertise. I am also certified by Richard Rudd with Gene Keys. And one of the things I love to pull in when we're looking at positioning is the brand sphere in Gene Keys and looking at the lines. With line one, you're someone that your boldness and what you have built your foundations in provides security for others. Now, if you're shaky, right? If you're like, oh yeah, like I'm kind of the expert. I Like I kind of know this. That is not creating security in your audience and in your community. You are here to put people at ease. Through this lens of security, your foundations help make people feel safe ultimately. It helps dissolve some of their fears on taking that next step in their lives. And there really is with the line one, this boldness that comes through when the line one's really owning what they're selling and what they're the expert in. So that is the next layer we add on top with the first line is how do we provide that sense of security and what are you the go-to expert in based on the foundations you have built. Next, we have the second line. When we're looking at the second line, what we're looking at is someone who is the natural, right? In human design, we hear the second line called the hermit. That word is not used in business. And thank God, because a lot of people take that to mean, oh, I'm just a hermit, like I can't launch, or I can't network, or I can't do anything like that. No, you're the natural in business. So this is someone essentially that is leveraging their unique gifts and positioning themselves as someone that this comes naturally to me. Now this could, let's just do a really obvious example, an astrologer. You know, you have the astrologer that's maybe the fourth line, and that astrologer has gone to school all these years, has really studied to externalize their wisdom because they're a fourth line astrologer. And then you have the second line who's like, school for astrology, like courses for astrology? What do you mean? Like, I just, I know it. I just have this attunement too. I, I'm not natural at it, right? It's this not having to study because it's this inner essence that just comes through. That's what we're looking at for positioning with the second line. With the second line, people really need to feel your passion for what you do. And, you know, I always say to my second line clients, well, to everyone, it's like turning up the volume, right? Who are you when you're out with your friends, you're lit up by life, and you're so excited to tell them something that you just discovered or you're doing? We want to turn up the volume on that. Because if you are lacking passion or you're just going through the paces as a second line, it's going to be felt even more by your community. Yes, it'll be felt by everyone, but even more as the second line. Second line is also about imagery. And I have some second line clients that are a little bit resistance to the, resistant to this in the beginning. However, once they start leveraging this, I have many very, very successful second line clients who have like a monthly mini photo shoot, for example, to create these visual images within their brand. What we're looking at from the Gene Keys perspective is this creative imagination coming through in both how you express yourself, but also in the imagery you bring forward. So I never like to tell anyone you have to do something. 
what I want to support you in is finding the imagery that's meant for you and your brand. And I do notice it does tend to have, and I agree with Richard Red, it does tend to have a bigger importance for the second line over something like a fourth line. I'm a fourth line and I've never had the flawless Instagram feed or anything. I'm so envious of people that do. Yet as a fourth line, it doesn't really impact my brand at all. Maybe one day I'll go for the pretty pictures and everything and the perfect feed, but I think that's very anti my brand anyway. <laughs> so Richard says, you sell any product through beauty. So what we're looking at in the next stage of positioning for the second line is really leveraging something that comes easy to you. People overthink this. I'm not even getting into it in this podcast episode, but people overthink it. Something that comes easy to you, something that's an unstudied air that you can help solve problems for with others. That's the biggest caveat. The market needs to want what you have. And then how can we position it with this passion and imagery that supports what you do and how you want to position yourself? Now we come to the third line and the third line in BG5 is called the pioneer. So we've already got you as the expert in something. We've already positioned you through how you do something. Now we're layering on, right? We're putting these bricks in place. We're looking at you as the pioneer. This is someone that has gone through the trial and error experience. So the example, such an easy example is a lot of your wisdom and how we position yourself is wisdom you've gained through going to the school of hard knocks in life, right? You've fallen down, you've discovered what doesn't work, and you've gained life experience, which then you are leveraging within your brand. Now, I have a lot of third lines that have multiple PhDs. We simply just don't position themselves as those multiple PhDs. We position their, their brand as someone that has gone through it, someone that's gain the experience and now helps others cut out all of that trial and error experience. So the third line is going to be the pioneer. And in Gene Keys, the third line is all about humor. And I think this is so important for the third line when with brand positioning, because if you're a third line and you're positioning yourself as, oh, you know, it's been so tough and it's so hard and everything I do, like it just hasn't worked. That's not going to work. Because what you're meant to show us is it's safe to trial and error. That's safe to fall down. And your greatest life gift is the humor and perspective that comes from hindsight. And you help people close the gap a lot faster than anyone else based on your life experience. So it's really important that you're bringing this lightness and touching the hearts of your qualified clients through this humor and this warmth and making people laugh. I find a lot of my third line clients, their stories, even though they're, so they primarily leverage Instagram. And I'm thinking of a couple of third line clients off the top of my head and their stories, even though I'm not their qualified client and what they do is not relevant to me. I'm so addicted to their stories because it makes me laugh, even though the topic of their brand is heavy. And even though the topic of their brand is serious, their stories, the way they position their stories on Instagram, just they're so addictive because there is that lightness and that humor to it. And that is what we're looking at for positioning with the third. All right, guys, we're trucking right along with the fourth line. I am the fourth line, I'm a four six, as I said, and in business, that's the influencer. Now, where people get so up in their head over this is influencer as in like social media influencer. That's not what it is. You're able to influence people. 
Rotter, who originally called the fourth line the influential networker before shortening it down to the influencer. So sometimes the influential networker can resonate on a deeper level. This is someone that's externalizing wisdom and has a big influence over people because there is, is this innate friendliness and warmth to the fourth line that you won't really find in the other lines. There's almost this immediate no like and trust factor with the fourth line. Now, with the fourth line in terms of Jinkies and Richard Rudd's perspective on it in the brand sphere, it's about open, openness and honesty. So the fourth line is very similar to the third. It's engaging the realm of human feelings. So we want to position yourself, and this is something that from day one, my brand has stood out because of this, position someone that's open and honest. This is a brand that integrity is likely a core value of their brand. Power and positioning for a fourth line brand is in the authenticity and sometimes directness that comes with the fourth line. And that's one of the things I hear all the time with not just my copy and my marketing, but also in my coaching containers of, I haven't worked with anyone this direct before. And it was something that I did even before I understood the positioning within Jinkies and human design or BG5, it was something that always came naturally to me. Why? Well, I'm a fourth line. And that's the thing. When we truly live our design, this shit's going to come natural and we just leverage it and amplify it within your brand and within your business. All right, the fifth line, I work with so many fifth line manifestors. I think the fifth line, even though the four and the five aren't necessarily meant to work together, I think the fifth line resonates with me because of my directness and the fifth line tends to have that grittiness as well. So the fifth line is the messenger in BG5. This is someone that's practical solutions and they're universalizing something new. So when we're looking at brand positioning, we want to look at someone that's universalizing something new. How are we positioning your brand as universalizing something new with practical solutions? There's this interest in fixing and solving problems with out-of-the-box solutions. So again, we're looking at how do we position your brand with these out-of-the-box solutions and practical solutions that you provide. And again, it's going, you're the expert, brand positioning through how you do it, and then we worry about this. You don't want to put the cart before the horse. So with the fifth line, one of the biggest things that I work with my clients on with this is what is your practical solution and how can we position yourself as a go-to expert in your practical solution and we especially my fifth line manifestors really work on balancing the listening with action so really listening to their audience and what their audience is looking for rather than kind of being the bull in the china shop and just running forward with a brand positioning that with solutions that ultimately people don't want and the market isn't supporting and one thing i always make clear with my fifth line clients because reputation is so critically important is it more than any other design more than any other type of profile we need to really stay in your zone of genius and be cautious of getting distracted by the projections of others because when you start with the projections and then going off track of what your expertise is and your brand positioning and who your clients are, the qualified clients, right? Relevant, right, and resources. When you start to go off track of that, you can really hurt your brand reputation and it's a lot harder to get it back than it is for some of the other lines. Of course, I'm not telling the other lines to go out there and trash their reputation and have a vague ass brand that's not speaking to the right people. 
there are just some lines that it's that much more important that we open up to a new way of thinking about branding and positioning within business. Number six, last one, my friends, number six, the objective leader in BG5. You may know the six line as the role model. The role model is still words that are used to describe the six line within business. The nuance here is BG5 was created for business people, right? Not spiritual people. It's helping you increase profit potential. And if I go into a corporation or I work with a multi-million dollar team and I say, oh, you're the role model, it doesn't really land. And a lot of people have these ideas on what it means to be a role model. And usually that's not linked to business. And I always like to say, nothing has meaning until we give it meaning. And at the same time, Rahu changed the words a little bit to support it just resonating better in terms of a business setting. So with the six line, you are the living example. It's all about being authentic, your natural self, and you're giving the advice and guidance that is coming from almost this like bird's eye view. You're able to see the big picture with this mature wisdom that you've developed. And again, notice that honesty come in, that authenticity come in. So for that four six, that's critical that you are who you are and let the chips fall where they may within your brand. With the six line as well, you're here to show us how to live authentically without being dependent on outside authorities and to realize and accept your unique perfection and gifts. Well, wouldn't you know that is essentially my brand positioning. <laughs> the six line in terms of Gene Keys and Richard Rudd, this is the visionary. One of the biggest issues I see with the six line is this, my messaging is just ahead of its time. Well, I mean, if your messaging's ahead of its time, you can't sell to people if they don't get what you're selling at the end of the day. And so that can be an issue with the six line in their brand and in their messaging is messaging that is sure, quote unquote, ahead of its time, but you have to anchor it in the now. You have to anchor your brand positioning in the now to be relevant to people now. As well with the six line, and this is something I fought for a long time. I always was living, of course, that's what we do, living through my openness of I have to be more spiritual, I can't be logical. Yet the six line in branding and positioning is quite formal and logical in its presentation and communication. My brand really blew up when I leaned into my strengths, which is what the whole thing about BG5 and positive psychology is, lean into your strengths and allowed that more logical way of communicating and thinking to come forward. So the six line, you have the big picture. How can we position your brand as someone that sees the big picture? What do you see the big picture in? And allowing it to be communicated in your copywriting and marketing in a very logical, almost formal way. And I do see a lot of six lines that try to go way too esoteric and clever in their marketing. And they're like, I don't understand, it's not working. Well, yeah, it's going to hurt your brand even more than some of the other lines. A fourth line might be able to get away with it for a little bit. Eventually it will impact the brand. Of course, it always does. Vague, clever messaging is always going to negatively impact the brand. However, it can right out of the gate negatively impact a six line brand. So we want to take that into consideration as we're building out your brand positioning as a six line. All right, guys. So that is an overview, a very paintbrush stroke overview of brand positioning and what's in a profile for your brand. 
If you desire to go deeper within this, I invite you into Brand by Design My Mastermind. It is open now. I believe we begin December 11th. There's four spaces left within that. And it won't be launching again until spring of 2024. So if this is something that's been on your heart and you know you want to start 2024 strong with a brand that stands out with a clear message that lands with the right, relevant, qualified clients, then Brand by Design the Mastermind is for you. I'll drop the link in the show notes so you can have a peek. The pricing will not be this way again. This is kind of insane pricing to be quite honest, but you know, it's the Christmas season and I was feeling very festive and giving. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it starts to bring into context more the nuances of creating brand positioning and how it just isn't as easy as, oh, you're a four six, do this. It is nuanced and that is the magic I bring to the work with my clients. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a screenshot, give it a share over on Instagram and tag me at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. And if you're in for Brandon by Design Mastermind, I'll see you on the inside. Talk to you soon. Bye.